a Wednesday night edition of Locked on Warriors. I'm Wes Goldberg, Warriors beat writer for the Mercury News. Make sure to follow Locked on Warriors on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, or wherever you get podcasts for episodes every day, Monday through Friday. Coming up, I'll break down the Warriors' loss to the Lakers by trying a new format, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and tell you why Golden State's loss to the Lakers isn't all bad. Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, the good, the bad, and the ugly, but in reverse order. I'm starting with the ugly, and the ugly was that third quarter. Eight of Golden State's 20 turnovers uh, in their 103-100 to loss to the Lakers. LeBron James hits uh, a game-winning, falling-away, impossible three-pointer right in front of Steph Curry to give the Lakers the win. The Warriors can never quite get a, a real possession in the final 58 seconds, basically. On the next play down, uh, Steph brings it up half court. The Lakers double him right away, get it out of his hands. He tries, like all hell, to try to get loose and just to try to get something going. But they are committed to making sure that Steph isn't the one taking the final shot. And so the Warriors, fi- he gets rid of the ball. Jordan Poole gets a wide-open shot in the corner, but that's not Jordan Poole's moment. That's Steph's moment. Jordan Poole doesn't make the shot. Uh, The Warriors get a key stop at the other end, forces a turnover from LeBron. LeBron loses the ball. The Warriors get the ball. Uh, They come down the other end. Steve Kerr calls a timeout with 2.1 seconds left. And, man, you wonder what would have happened had the ref seen Steve Kerr or heard Steve Kerr trying to call that timeout. A couple of seconds tick off the clock. Uh, But... You know, nonetheless, they get the timeout. They draw up an inbounds play. We never get to see it because Kent Bazemore's inbounds pass sails over Steph's head, and another, and and that's the twentieth turnover of the game for the Warriors. And that was really the ugly of it all, right? Was the turnovers? I mentioned that third quarter. That's when the game really swung the other direction because the Warriors. Steph hits a buzzer-beating step-back three-pointer going into halftime, gives the Warriors a thirteen-point lead at that break. And it feels like the Warriors have all the momentum in the world, right? All the momentum in the world in this 7-8 matchup to determine who ends up with the number 7 seed in the Western Conference and a date with Phoenix in a uh, uh, number 2, number 7 seed matchup in the first round of the playoffs in the Western Conference. It felt like the Warriors were going. It felt like the Warriors, winners of 15 of their final 20, 7 of their last 8, 8 of their last 9, whatever it was, going into this game at Staples Center, were finally going to crack these Lakers, these wobbly Lakers, and get into the playoffs. And we were going to have We Believe 2.0. It was going to be all this great stuff. But that's not what happens. They cough up eight turnovers in that third quarter. Get outscored 35-24 um, to 24 in the period. And the momentum completely shifts the other direction. All that momentum they had goes all the way back to the Lakers. And within the first 90 seconds of that fourth quarter, the Warriors didn't give up the lead in the third quarter, but within the first 90 seconds of the fourth, they absolutely did because the Lakers just had all of the flow, all of the momentum. LeBron opened the fourth quarter with two assists and a layup, and then that was it. Look, the fourth quarter went back and forth. Of course, the Warriors were in it into the final moments, but it just never really felt, at least to me, that the Warriors had the advantage in that fourth quarter. Yeah, maybe they could have stolen the win, but at that point, at that point, they would have been stealing a win, having had led by 13 points midway through the game. 
Steve Kerr said it after the end. It felt like a bitter pill. And you, you, that, that's the best way to put it, a bitter pill. Absolutely. Like, this was a game that the Warriors could have had. And now, instead, they have to play on Friday against Memphis, a team that they beat on Sunday. But they have to play in a winner-go-home match. Where This was the game where if you won, you were going to get the seventh seed now. We could argue which team would be the better matchup, Utah or Phoenix, whatever. That's for another podcast. But you want to win this game. And you want to do it against the defending champs. So that was the ugly. That was the ugly. There's some other things that you could point to, right? Um, you know, of the turnovers, six of them were Steph and six of them were Draymond Green. I mean, that's tough when your two best players were having the most turnovers. It just speaks It speaks to how good the Lakers' game plan was. And I thought it was very good, right? They, they had a hard hedge on Steph all game right long. It reminded me of those old Miami Heat teams with Chris, uh, Chris Bosh at center where they would where Bosh would just show and, and hard hedge on every ball handler coming off of some sort of screen action. And they would do it even when Steph didn't have the ball, right? They would hedge and they would be physical with him even when he was coming off of screens off ball. And that was the key. With, it was just how physical they were. And then doing it so early in the shot clock, the Lakers, I, in my preview going into the game, I thought that they would – you know, kind of go one-on-one with Contavious Caldwell-Pope or Dennis Schroeder or Caruso on him. But no, they just they scrapped their usual thing and they just hedged Steph, hedged Steph from the tip to the final buzzer. And it ended up with him getting 37 points on 12 for 23, shooting 6 and 9 for 3-point range. But boy, did he work for every single one of those over 41 minutes. And Draymond Green was a was an outlet for him. 2 points, 8 assists, 9 rebounds, 0 of 5 from from the field, though, you, you feel like you just you need more from Draymond in these kinds of games. You did get 21 points from Wiggins, but you didn't get ten you didn't get more than 10 points from anybody else. Jordan Poole had a nice second quarter, didn't really do much after that. Well, just going Anderson had a nice second quarter, didn't really do much after that. 10 points and nine points for them apiece. Bazemore had 10 points, but it took him 10 shots, and and you know he had that that tough. You know he hit three three pointers in the first half, but those were his three field goals in the game, and he just and he had that bad turnover at the end there. Uh, and so, and then the foul shots didn't help either. The Warriors went 11 for 15 from the free throw line. The Lakers 19 of 25 from the free throw line. And the Warriors got into the bonus really early in that decisive third quarter. And that's between the fouling in the third quarter and between the, the, just the incessant turnovers over and over and. And, you know, some of them were forced. you got to give credit to the Lakers, but some of them just weren't. Some of them were just lazy. And those lazy turnovers, you can you can live with the forced ones. Those lazy turnovers, you can't live with those, especially how many there were. And that was why that was the ugly in the game. I'll look ahead to Friday's matchup against the Grizzlies next. But first, I want to talk about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of vehicle makes and models, it can be impossible to stock all the parts you need for your car, especially now while you might not be able to visit a traditional store. So do it easily online at rockauto.com. rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all of the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much on the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Then write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. 
Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Okay, so time to get to the bad. And this one is pretty clear. The loss sets up a win-or-go-home scenario against the Grizzlies on Friday, 6 p.m. tip-off time Friday night. Um, Going to have some more time to break down this matchup uh, before the game, but just to kind of get into it a little bit here. So this, I think, almost weirdly helped the Grizzlies and this whole play-in situation because the Warriors play the Grizzlies at Chase Center on Sunday. They win that game to get the A seed in a game uh, uh, against the Lakers tonight, and they have to go to Staples Center and play the Lakers. The Grizzlies, meanwhile, never have to play the Lakers. If they want... The Grizzlies, to get to the playoffs, may never have to go through the Lakers, where the Warriors did and lost. And, yeah, of course, the Grizzlies are going to have to win two straight while the Warriors only need to win one out of two. I get all of that. But the Warriors, in that by the end of that game, looked so beaten down. And that was such a physically trying game for Golden State that Memphis didn't have to deal with. Now, they played, they, they led by like almost 30 points against San Antonio. They gave that up in a game that came down the wire. It was a tough game in San, or against San Antonio in Memphis. but and, and Memphis has to travel back to San Francisco. But if you're the Grizzlies, you lost only by, uh, what was it, 12 points to the Warriors in a game that was a little bit closer than that throughout the game, certainly closer than that throughout the game. The Warriors pulled away in the fourth. Uh or in the third, but but the Grizzlies can at least feel confident by how they played the Warriors in that game. And now you're the Warriors, and you play a tough game against Memphis with Jonas Valanciunas grabbing rebounds and Dylan Brooks just hounding Steph Curry all the way until he got fouled out midway through the fourth quarter. And then you play this game against the Lakers. And now you have to play Memphis again. It's on your home court. That part's good. You already beat this team. That part's good. This team is younger, a lot more, uh, a lot more inexperienced than you are if you're the Warriors and your Steph and Draymond, Kevon Looney, Steve Kerr. That's good. But the Grizzlies are a good team. And I thought that Sunday's game was a toss-up. And I wrote that. And I said that here. And the Warriors earned that win. They deserved that win. And they played the Lakers tough. But it's going to be really hard to turn around 48 hours later, not even 48 hours later, and play another physical game, the third in a week, in less than a week, against the team that you just beat. It's going to be hard. The Grizzlies are a good team. It's hard to beat good teams twice in one week. And so that's the bad here. And if you think, and if you're just penciling in the Warriors into a first-round matchup against Utah, think again. Because the Grizzlies are a good team, and what they did to the Spurs, they had a really good game, and they're probably feeling pretty good about themselves right now. 20 points from John Morant on 8-for-20 uh, shooting, 6 rebounds, 6 assists from him. Really put his imprint on the game, controlled the tempo for much of that game. 23 points and 23 rebounds from Jonas Valanciunas. 24 points and 7 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, and a block from Dylan Brooks, who is a dog, and I would bet you probably doesn't foul out against the Warriors on Friday. And Jaron Jackson Jr. is playing really well. And what he does defensively, by the way, I mean, he's getting 10 to 15 points a night, you know, seven-ish rebounds, something like that every night. He's going to get a couple of assists. But what he does defensively, I think that might be something we see on Friday is them unlock Jaron Jackson Jr. a little bit more. And you might see Jaron Jackson, you might see him hedging the way that 
Anthony Davis, Andre Drummond, and Montrose Harrell hedged against Steph. You might see them do a little bit more of that with Jackson on Friday. If the Grizzlies watch this film, and I'm sure they will, they might decide that Jaron Jackson can do that. And by the way, probably can. Guy's got quick hands, quick feet. He could be a problem if they unleash him a little bit more defensively. And so uh, that's the bad. Don't pencil in the Warriors into a first-round series. I'm not predicting that they're going to lose. I still think that they have the veteran savvy. They still have more talent than the uh, top-end talent, I should at least say, over Memphis, even though I think Memphis is definitely definitely deeper. And the other thing against the Grizzlies, or, or for the Grizzlies, is, is they could go five deep. Certainly four deep and be pretty comfortable with it. And the Warriors, again, for about a month now, they've been going eight. Eight guys, eight guys, uh, eight-man rotation, and you just wonder, okay, I get it. Michael Mulder, Wanda Scott-Anderson, Jordan Poole off the bench. Those are the guys, you're Steve Kerr, those are the guys who you trust. But you you have to wonder if, if you know, Gary Payton II hasn't played at all since you signed him. Eric Paschal hasn't really gotten into games. Do you need to use those guys a little bit more on Friday if if the the main eight guys are just exhausted, physically tired? And by the way, there could be an emotional letdown coming off of this game too, right? Big stage, Staples Center, 7-8 matchup, national TV, ESPN, even though Friday's game will be on national television too, but like that marquee matchup versus this. And then coming off of a loss and going and playing Memphis again at Chase Center. There's going to be an emotional letdown. They're going to be physically exhausted. And every time that Steph has struggled this year, it's been in this kind of situation where he is just physically exhausted. And Dylan Brooks made him work on Sunday. The Lakers made him work on Wednesday. And Dylan Brooks in Memphis is going to make him work again on Friday. Not saying that the Warriors are going to lose. If I had $100, I would still put it on the Warriors. But don't just take it for granted either. That's going to be a really tough game. And it's a winner-go-home situation. The Warriors' season could be over by Friday night, or we could be looking at a first-round series. But what I learned about this team through this game, regardless of what happens on Friday, what I learned about this team is definitely more positive than negative. I'll tell you what that is next. But first, let's talk about Bet Bet BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. The NBA is making the playoff push, and the NHL season and Major League Baseball are in full swing. The NHL playoffs are happening right now. My Florida Panthers uh, I don't know if they beat the Lightning tonight, but they're in it, and I'm, and I'm happy about that. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. You could sign up by heading to the website or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. Now, if you signed up before Wednesday night's game, and the Warriors were... Five to six-point underdogs, depending on where you found them. And on Bet Online, right before the game, I checked. They were six-point underdogs. The Warriors lost by three. They covered the spread. They didn't win, but they covered. And if you would have signed up on Bet Online and taken your 50% uh, welcome bonus on your first deposit and put that money on the Warriors, you would have just won free money because you're getting that. You're getting half of your deposit back as free money to spend on other bets. That's what we're talking about here. So again, head to the website or use your mobile device. Sign up today, and you're going to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Let's also talk about Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Your candy bar now is a protein bar. Your protein bar is a candy bar. 
Built Bar is great for health-conscious men and women, whether you want to maintain or lose weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Built Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. They're great if you're on a keto or another low-carb diet. These macros are incredible. Less than 150 calories per bar. You're getting 15 to 17 grams of protein per bar. I mean, that's perfect for after a workout. They have nine different flavors available now. They're always creating and releasing new exciting flavors, so you should be checking the website and signing up for the email list and all that fun stuff. Built Bar has been with us for a long time. I've been eating Built Bars for a long time, usually in the late afternoon between lunch and dinner. It's a good way to give me the boost I need to finish up my work day. And like I said, Built Bar has been friends of the show for almost a year now, and we appreciate the partnership that we've built. So support the show by supporting those who support us. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off on your next order. Again, use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. By the way, I'll be joined by Bram Hillsman, the host of the popular Warriors podcast, Warriors Huddle, at noon on Locker Room Thursday afternoon. So make sure to check that out. Sign up on Locker Room. Follow me at WC Goldberg to be notified when the room goes live. Again, there'll be me and Bram talking about this game, talking about this potential Memphis matchup, and maybe beyond and take some questions and all that fun stuff. Let's get to the good. The Warriors competed with the defending champs. That was the good here. They took the Lakers at full strength. Say what you will about LeBron and his ankle. Say what you will about them working in some new players like Marcus Gasol, who didn't play, Andre Drummond, Dennis Schroeder, whatever, into the lineup. I don't care. They had LeBron and Anthony Davis on the court in a high-stakes games. Those guys were ready to play. They were their leading scorers. And these were the defending champs on their home court at Staples Center. And the Warriors took them down to the wire. The Warriors led by 13 at halftime. And they took the Lakers down to the final seconds. That, if you're the Warriors, you have to feel confident about that. This is a Warriors team that in February, Steph Curry described as their outlook as being bleak. This is a team that looked like they were going to be closer to the lottery than they were a playoff uh, series. And what they did tonight against the Lakers should give them confidence, not only in what their abilities are, but in their blueprint. In their blueprint. I mean, what Kevon Looney did in the first quarter, basically erasing Andre Drummond from the game. I think Kevon Looney had most of his 13 rebounds in that first quarter. Might have been all 10, 10 rebounds in the first quarter or something like that. Crazy. Uh, what Steph was able to do against the most aggressive and physical defense he's seen all year. I, I don't. What Andrew Wiggins was able to do against LeBron. I mean, LeBron, 7 of 17 shooting or whatever it was, only took 17 shots. There was a reason for that, right? Andrew Wiggins just did not let him shoot in the first half. Didn't let him get to the basket. Had a block on him. Denied him under the rim several times. I mean, what Wiggins did defensively, while also putting up 20-plus points, that, if you're the Warriors, has to give you confidence in what Andrew Wiggins can do for you long-term. And so whatever happens on Friday, if they beat Memphis, if they lose to Memphis, and if they end up playing Utah in the first round and getting swept, I don't care. What the Warriors have discovered, and I think in this game, you don't lose momentum. You didn't lose what you found by winning 15 of your final 20 games. You don't lose that in this loss against the Lakers. It should inspire confidence. And it, it, look, Steve Kerr at the end of the game, like I said, bitter pill. That's how he described it. Okay, fair. This is tough. No doubt. Emotionally, tough loss. No doubt about it. But when you look back on it with fresh eyes, less emotionally, 
You have to be confident by what you did here. You have to be. Steph didn't even get a chance to tie the game in the final 50 seconds. Give credit to the Lakers. They took the ball out of his hands. They made it hard on that inbound pass at the end. Whatever. But you have to feel good about this if you're Golden State. It underscores what we've been talking about this whole time over the last month or so. The Warriors have a blueprint now. You've got Kavon Looney. You have Andrew Wiggins. Draymond Green is at the peak of his power still. Steph Curry's never been better than he is right now. You're going to get Klay Thompson back next year. His reputation alone... Look, I don't know if it's going to make... He has to be 80% plus for them to win a championship. But his reputation alone will be an improvement on what this team is. If you add a couple of guys to that bench... You found Juan Descano Anderson and Jordan Poole. Those are going to be contributors for you next year at the very least. You probably need to add another center, another big body, just so that you're a little bit more versatile. You can play a few different styles. Add another ball handler, scorer type, maybe another three-point shooter off the bench, something like that. Whatever. Make some additions. But at least you know the blueprint that you're adding to now. You know what you need to tinker with. And And look, it's one thing to do that in, at the end of the regular season in a cake schedule. And that's not... The Warriors had a soft schedule at the, at the end there. They did. They played their final six games at home. That helps. But to go into Staples Center and do that against the Lakers, that was just... That was, that was proof of product. Right? That was proof that this thing can work. You lost. Sure. But you only lost by three. And it took an impossible three-pointer from LeBron James... For the Lakers to do it. This was the proof of concept game. Yeah, you lost. But at least you showed that with this, with Steph this way, with Draymond this way, this kind of starting lineup, and this approach to the game, and these strategies, and playing small this way, you can compete with the best team in the Western Conference. And that's what the Lakers are when they're healthy. We'll see what happens on Friday. If they win, we'll get a bigger we'll, we'll see a better test and a bigger test potentially against Utah in a playoff series. But I still think if you're the Warriors, you could be feeling pretty good uh, about what just happened uh, when you, when you get a little bit more removed from it and can look at it with clearer eyes. Remember to subscribe to new episodes of Locked On Warriors wherever you listen to podcasts. Please rate, review, and say nice things about the show. You could send your comments and questions to me on Twitter at WC Goldberg or email them to me at wgoldberg at bayarianewsgroup.com. Now get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for listening.